If you open your Bibles with me to Revelations chapter 8, Revelations chapter 8, I'm reading verse 2 to 5, Revelations 8 to 5, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, Revelations 8, 2 to 5, the word of God says, And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets, and another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which is before the throne. And a smoke of incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended before God out of the angel's hands. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there was voices and thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes. Now, the incense, God perceives our prayers as incense before him. Erroneously, some people think that means we should burn incense, you know, before God. You know, some people, when they are praying, they have this incense thing that they burn. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your prayers ascend to God as a sweet-smelling server of incense before the throne of God. And that is what the altar of incense represents. That's what it represents. So today we're going to look at prayer. And we are learning how to pray from none other but Jesus. Luke chapter 11, Luke 11, I read from verse 1. Read from the New International Version. NIV, Luke 11, verse 1. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. Verse 2, he said to them, when you pray, say, everybody, our Father, which art in hallowed be thy will be done on earth as it is in give us our and for as we forgive those just but for the for a even Jesus didn't put amen. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to say amen. And, and, and I continue from verse 5. It says, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. Suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say unto you, Ask. Everybody say ask. ask. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks on the door, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers if your son asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake instead. Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. Or if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those 
will ask him. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place and his disciples said to him, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And, you know, it tells us right away that you can be taught how to pray. You can learn how to pray. Prayer is a skill, so to speak. It's something that is acquired. You can learn how to pray. Jesus taught his disciples. John taught his disciples. You can learn how to pray. That's number one. Number two, they asked Jesus because they saw Jesus praying. Don't learn how to pray from people that don't pray. Some people can preach about prayer, but they don't pray. Some people can write books about prayer, but they don't pray. Write a whole book about prayer, but you can't pray for 15 minutes. Don't learn from such a person. Disciples saw Jesus pray and said, Oh God, teach us how to pray. And Jesus said, You want to know how to pray? Listen. Now, this is the first thing Jesus said to them. And he said to them, When you pray, do what? Say. When you pray, say. When you pray, open your mouth and speak. When you pray, say. Jesus did not say, when you pray, imagine. He did not say, when you pray, think. Of course, you should think before you speak. Jesus did not say, when you pray, whisper. He didn't say, when you pray, mutter or murmur. He said, when you pray, do what? Say. Your voice needs to be heard in heaven. Your voice needs to be heard. You know, when you hear us praying and we are lifting up our voices and we are praying, we are not crazy. Those are Pentecostals or Pentecostals. That's how Pentecostals pray. No, it's not about being Pentecostal or not. It's about praying according to what the Bible says. Jesus said, when you pray, Say, speak. Are there David in Psalm 55? Psalm 55, verse 17. David said in Psalm 55, verse 17, that evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall what? Hear my voice. Not hear my thoughts. Of course, God knows your thoughts, even from a distance. Not hear my imagination. He shall hear my voice. My voice. And Jesus went ahead and told us how to approach God in prayer. Jesus told us how to approach God in prayer. You approach God in prayer as a friend. We can run to when in need. We approach God in prayer, number one, as a friend we can run to. When you have an emergency. Never my God to thee. Never to thee. Even though it be a cross that savest me. Still all my song shall be. Verse 5, then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say. Throughout this week, we are going to be going to God at midnight. From Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And say, As a friend, you come to God as a... And I, I know if you're struggling with that right now, it's okay. You know, you're saying, I, I, I can't really say I'm a friend of God. But I'm praying that before you leave this place, you'll be able to say, I'm a friend of God. 
Praise the name of the Lord. As a friend. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, Hebrews 4, 16, the word of God says in Hebrews 4, 16, says, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive mercy and we will find grace to help us when? When we need it the most. We come when we need help the most. Countless number of times I've, 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 I've been talking to people, uh, I've talked to people, I've counseled people, and they said to me, okay, you know what? I have this mess right now in my life. You know, let me go and sort it out. Then, then when I finish sorting it out, then I can come to God. And I, and I said to them, don't you understand? You need God the most when you are in a mess. They said, no, I don't feel worthy. I feel I should sort out my mess. Then I can come to God. Let me sort out my mess. Then I can come to God. If you can sort out your mess before you come to God, then you don't need God. Praise the Lord. Because it is in the mess that you need God. His strength is made perfect. That is when you need God. You know, growing up, Popsy will say something like this, maybe. He has a 404. Everybody remember 404? Then maybe he just buys this new 505. You know, I don't know why the guy is always buying Pojos. Maybe because I'm an Odoman. Have, you, have I told you guys the story of the Odoman and the Pojo? <laughs> I've not. Odoman, don't be upset, okay? I'm going to tell the story. There was this young guy <laughs> that got bought a Lexus. A Lexus SUV and took it home to his father and his father took his father on a ride on a drive test drive and every five ten to ten minutes the father would just take a deep breath hmm the boy will check the guy and he keeps driving and the father will just say hmm so when they go to the boy is like you are not happy for me you know da, 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 da. and the father said you know what Oh, you small, small boys of nowadays. Let me give you an advice. This is your, whatever you call it. Go and sell it and add some small money and buy Peugeot. <laughs> the boy say, Baba, this car can buy three Peugeot. <laughs> anyway, so my dad loves Peugeots. I don't know. 404, he had 404. He had 504. He had a 505. Yes. Now, he says something like, like this. He drops the key of the 505 and says, don't touch my car. We all know which one he's talking about. The 505. In other words, if you like, you can try your hands on the 404. But you know, the way some of us are wired, because he has said, don't touch my car, something in me will rebel. I say, why? After all, it's my father's car. Right? And I'll be looking at that key. I will not have peace until I touch that key. No, no, no. That was before I've changed now. Then you know, you know the, the story. You take the car and you just take it for a text drive, you know, and you know, you just take it down the street. You are not going just down the street. And you take it down the street and the car drives so well. And you get back to the gate, you want to enter and say, no, 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 no. Let me just go around like again. Then you go around again and you hear, Bwah! Then, then, then. <laughs> Something has happened. 
here now. Then you take the um, brake fluid, you clean it, scratches, you try to do some panabiting work because you don't have money, you can't take the carburetor, you know. Then maybe the man parked his car like this in the garage. You bash it at the back, so you reverse it. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> so you so the man comes back and passes this car and looks at the car and says, ah, Do not pack this car like this. <laughs> then you know the rest of the story. We try to hide stuff. We try to, because our, our experience of our earthly parents, we, we try to run away from our authorities, so to speak, authority figures, when we have messed up. But God is saying to you, you have bashed the car. Drive it to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's saying, when you were taking the key, I was there. When you were reversing it out of the compound, I was there. When you took it around the first time, I saw you. When you bashed it, Akuku was there. So you can as well bring it to... Bring it to me. Bring it to me. That's what he's saying to us here. Come... Boldly. Don't come timidly. Come how? When should you come? When you need help the most. And God is saying, when you need help the most, you should come how? Does that add up? The only thing that makes us come boldly, even though that is when we need help the most, is the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus. Who am I to sing your praises? Who am I to worship you? Makes the friends in me and makes a way to enter into your throne. And on and on. Now, God wants you and I to come. Just come. I can I know already. Just come. Come so that you can obtain mercy. Come so that you can find grace that will help you when you need it the most. That's number one. Jesus wants us to approach God as a friend. Number two, Jesus wants us to approach God as a father. As a father. Verse 11 says, which of you, fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? He says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those that ask. God is saying, not only will I answer you, you can be sure of the quality of my answer. Those of us that are parents, think about it. Can your son ever ask you for fish that you go and give him snake? I mean, which father does? It is, will that even cross your mind? If he does, you need deliverance. That Goliath must fall. In Jesus' name. He doesn't. And God is saying to you and I, look, guys, give me some credit. Give me some credit. If you know how to give good gifts, come on, how come you don't trust me? How come you don't trust me? You know, I was sharing first person experience how, you know, before I, uh, you, so someone says, <laughs> I give you the example of the guy that says, brought three names to me. I say, so, the pastor, choose one out of one, two, three. Um, for me to marry. And I said, what if God is saying it's none of these three? And he was like, ah, let it be one of these three, you know, because I have invested in... Uh... Now, the problem with that is that 
we, we, some of us can't even trust God to ask God for his will for marriage. Why? Because we don't trust God. So if I could leave everything to God's hands now, ah, he can give me a missionary. <laughs> now listen, if God gives you a missionary, the missionary will do you good. He will take care of you better than a banker will do. Believe me. I'm on your bankers. <laughs> Sorry, that means there are so many bankers. Now, when I wanted to get married, when I wanted to get married, the first question, no, before, just before I even ask God, pray about marriage, the first question I ask God is, God, should I marry? I was ready for his answer. If he had said, don't marry, Akuku will marry. Now, can you, those of you that are single, can you ask God, should I marry? One guy is doing like this. <laughs> but you should be able to ask the people that are married today. They will tell you, uh, you better ask. <laughs> Pastor, are you, are you, what are you trying to say? I thought you say that not everybody will get married exactly. Not everybody will get married. Don't let anybody deceive you. Listen, listen carefully. Not everybody will get married. Is that a hard thing to say? Of course. As a pastor, you know, I can either tell you what you want to hear or tell you the truth. Which one do you want? But that's the truth. When Jesus comes, there are people that will still be trusting God for future partners. When Jesus comes, there will still be people that will be trusting him for the fruit of the womb. When Jesus comes, listen carefully. Listen carefully. There will be people that will be trusting him for financial breakthroughs. When Jesus comes. Someone say, oh, why did I come to church today? This is a hard saying. But guess what? My prayer for you, my heart desire and prayer for you is, if you have marriageable age and you want to get married, I'm praying that you will get married. That's my prayer. In fact, that's, I'm fasting for you. Why? Because 99% of the time, you should get married. It's only some 1% of the time that God will say no. 99% of the time. So every Goliath that is standing between you and your life partner will fall. Yeah. And that applies to every other thing I mentioned. Now, why did I have to go that route? I needed to go that route because we need to come to the basics of trusting God. God, should I get married? I remember that day very clearly. I was in um, the basement of the computer science department in Unilag, and God said to me, yes, so, in fact, what he said that you can't handle it, too. better go and marry. I was like, what? Maybe I've been, I've, I've been uh, you know, go and marry, my friend. Now, the key thing is that Jesus says it's not everybody that can take it. Trust God. Say to your neighbor, trust God. So God is saying, I am able to give you good gifts. If you ask me for a husband, I'm able to give you a good one. I still have them. They are good. Someone said to me, Pastor, all the good men are gone. I said, you know, because you are looking, looking in the wrong place. They are not. They are in God's hands. And if you ask him, he will release them to you. Good. They say, oh, pastor, all, the, all those good, beautiful women. If you find a good one, she's not beautiful. If you find a beautiful one, she's not good. But pastor, all those good and beautiful women, look at all of them in church. They are all married though. I say it's because you are looking in the wrong direction. Gosti has some very chastest daughters. That are good and they are beautiful. 
I am the God, the source of life. You know, many times you are ministering the baptism of the Holy Spirit to people and, and all that. And this guy knows he's not receiving, he's not receiving, he's not receiving. And the ah. call to me, that scripture came to my mind. And I said to him that, do you believe that God will give you the genuine Holy Ghost? The guy says, I'm afraid though. What if, what if it's one strange spirit that enters me? <laughs> That's why you have not received the Holy Spirit because you are coming to God. God, ask Him, what did you ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? He said, God, you ask God and you think He's going to give you a fake spirit? God says, Give me some credit. That's what He's saying here. Please give me some credit. If, you, if your children ask you for bread, will you give them stones? Give me some credit. I said, God is a good God. <laughs> And his goodness does not expire. So a couple of things that Jesus taught us here. If you look at the first thing, is the instruction that Jesus gave, Jesus gave in, in verse 9, in Luke 11, verse 9. Jesus said, I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given to you. The word ask is in the present continuous. In the original, it means ask and keep on asking. That's what it means. Some people say, oh, once you pray once, if you pray again about the same issue, it means you don't have faith. And I smile. You know, I actually was indoctrinated that way myself. But the more I read my Bible, my, personally, the more I saw that that is so not true. So not true. Even Jesus asked three times at the Garden of Gethsemane, Father, if it is your will, let this cup what? Three times. So Jesus doesn't have faith. Of course he does. God expects you and I to stay in that place of prayer and ask and keep asking. Because ask for everyone that asks receives. Seek for everyone that seeks does what? Finds. Knock. For everyone that knocks, the door shall be opened. God, that's how God wants us to approach prayer. Ask, seek, knock, stay there. Be persistent. It can be hard. I know. It is, sometimes it's very hard. Yes, I agree. Sometimes you just don't feel like praying. I agree. So what do you do when you don't feel like praying? Pray. I've said it before. There are only, time, only two times to pray. When you feel like praying and when you don't feel like praying. When you feel like praying, pray. When you don't feel like praying, pray anyway. Pray. So God wants us to keep knocking, keep knocking, keep knocking. And that leads us to the second thing, which is the shameless audacity. That NIV calls it shameless audacity. In verse 8, verse 8 of Luke 11, the word of God says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, Yet, because of your shameless audacity, I must say shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. He will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Shameless audacity. Have you seen a child knocking on the door when the child knows that the parents are inside? Maybe you have a toddler, and the toddler has heard your voice. Mommy and daddy are inside the room, right? And she, she or he or she is knocking. When the child knocks and doesn't get an answer, what does the child do? The child doesn't turn back most of the time. The child keeps knocking. Why does the child keep knocking? If you don't answer me, you too, you won't have peace inside there. <laughs> Then she, the child waits. They know that's for what the child do. Most, you see, I've, I've seen a child that just sat down there and just kept doing like this. Say, <laughs> so what are they even doing inside? What are they doing there? Come out. Now, you can come out and shakara the child, child if you know what I mean. Get out, 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 get
that that door will not open. You are joking. <laughs> and it's the same thing that God wants. God wants us to keep knocking shameless audacity. On Monday, we are here knocking. On Tuesday, we are here. On Wednesday, we are here. Thursday, Friday, by Sunday, <laughs> by the grace of God. Amen. The final thing I want to talk about is, is woven into this Lord's Prayer, as we call it, is the communality of prayer. The communality of prayer. Or the plurality of prayer. And you will see Jesus say, when you pray, this is how you should pray. Our Father, plural, our Father. Give us this day, plural. Our daily bread, plural. Forgive us as we forgive. Lead us not, deliver us. You see, the major, a major key to explosive result in praying is praying together. Praying together is a major key to explosive result in praying. Praying together. Praying together. Praying together. Matthew 18, 18 to 20. Matthew 18, 18 to 20. The word of God says in Matthew 18, 18 to 20 that assuredly I say unto you, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound where? In heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done. For them by my Father in heaven. Why? For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. You see, I'm an advocate for personal prayer. By God's grace, I do a lot of personal prayer. But I'm also an advocate for communal prayer. Why? Because if one we chase a thousand and two we chase ten thousand, how many will 2,000 people chase? Explosive. You know how it works? When you bring your self, your, you know, like we say, none of us is as anointed as all of us. None of us is as anointed as all of us. So when you bring your big and mighty anointing, and I add my own chinchini anointing. And the person beside you add their own, you know, and by the time we all come together to be explosive. And guess what? What is available corporately will not be available for you as a person. Ah, come on. It's too powerful. Too powerful. So God, Jesus is, 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 is teaching us that Communality of prayer is totally indispensable. We've talked about the daily videos. Life groups are starting today. Life groups, we pray together. We hold hands. We, we agree on stuff. And we see God. We see God move. Praise the name of the Lord. So, here we are. Before God, we're going to pray shortly. And the Lord is teaching us to pray. We will discover that the greatest answer to prayer, and listen to this, the greatest answer to prayer is God himself. When you've come up with your list and you've brought your request and God expects you to do that and God loves to answer those, those prayers, by the time God has finished answering those prayers, you will discover that you suddenly are closer to God. You discover that your fellowship with God is tighter. 
you discover that that is now more important to you than the answered prayers. In his presence, his fullness of joy, and at his right hand, their pleasures forevermore. God wants to do you good. So we're about to pray now. Spend some time to pray. If you want to pray, shout hallelujah. Good. Before we delve in and begin to pray, you, you may be seated here and like, like, wait, 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 wait. This friend of God thing, I'm not sure I am a friend of God, though. I'm not sure I am. This son of God thing, uh, you know, maybe I used to be born again, but I am far from God. Let's bow our hearts as to bow our heads. Let's bow our hearts as to bow our heads. This, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saved right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with God. I want to pray with you wherever you are. I do not need you to come forward. I just need to know you are there. So I pray with you, seated wherever you are. This is more important that you cross this barrier and break it down today than just pretend and go with the flow. Pastor, that's me. Pray with me. Put up your hand now over your head, wherever you are, seated at the gallery. God bless you. Right there. My sister, God bless you. Put up your hand well. I like that bold, I like your boldness. God bless you. At the gallery, pull up that. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Good. They will give you a card. Once you have the card, you can put down your hand. I'm going to pray with you shortly. That is me. Put up your hand boldly. Boldly put up that hand. Over the internet, the instructions are, are scrolling. Make that commitment yourself also. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, no, no, just before I pray with you, if you have the card, talk to God yourself. Cry unto him. Ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to cleanse you. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon his name. Call upon his name. If you see it, put up your hand now. Why don't you do that now? Quickly. Quickly, put it up. Boldly, boldly, boldly. Put it up and, and let us pray together. That is me. That is me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray for everyone that has taken the step to connect to you, my Father. Lord, we ask that you reveal yourself to them in a way that only you can. Break down every hold of the enemy over their lives and let your light flood their lives and let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. I want us to pray. Now, the posture you take at this time is not important. You can sit down if you want to sit down. You can kneel down if you want to kneel down. You can lie down if you want to lie down. You can stand up if you want to stand up. But I want you to pray. Jesus said when you pray, say, I want you to say to God, I honor you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. Hallowed be your name, O Lord. Just speak to God. Hallowed be your name, O Lord. Hallowed. To be honored is your name. I bless you. I praise you. I adore you. I adore you, Lord. I adore you, Lord. I adore you, Lord. I adore you, Lord. Now begin to say to the Lord, Father, let your counsel stand. Let your counsel stand. Let your counsel stand in my life. Let your counsel stand in my business. Let your counsel stand in my marriages. In my marriage. Let your counsel stand in your church. In God's favorite house. Let your counsel stand in Nigeria. Oh God, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Let your counsel stand. Let your counsel stand. Ah, ah, yeah.
Talk to God, talk to God. daily bread. Why don't you just ask God for what you daily bread for some people could be healing. Healing is the day is, is today's bread. That's what they need now. Some people it is it is harmony in their marriage. Some people is to have a home of their own. Some people is is to be settled in marriage. Some people is to have their own children. Why don't you make that request known to God? For some of us it is a financial Bread. Make the request known to God. Ah, Father. I'm serving a God of miracles. I know. Yes, I Relationships at home, at work, in our businesses, in our families. It is important that we understand how God works with relationships. And it is inevitable that people will not offend us. Some of us have been bruised and wounded. You need to forgive. 
But Jesus says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those that have sinned against us. I want you to spend this time to release the people that have offended you. Just forgive them. Just say, I forgive this person. I forgive that. Go ahead. Go ahead and just talk to God. I forgive this person. If you have nobody to forgive, you have nobody to release, pray for the rest of us. Just pray for us. For some of us, our spouses, we have been daggered by our very own love. Forgive. Forgive. Some of us is our siblings, our brother, our sister. Because they see our nakedness, they've run their mouths over us. Forgive. Forgive. Some of us is our bosses. Forgive. They now ask God for forgiveness. Father, forgive me because I forgive those that have offended me. Now let's begin to say to God, Father, guide me, lead me, direct me. Every trap that the enemy has set for me, Lord, let them fall into that trap themselves. Deliver me from their snares. Lead me not into temptation, Lord, but deliver me from evil. Plead my cause, O God, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler. And stand up for my help. Draw out also despair. And stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be turned back and brought confusion and seek after my soul. Let them be turned back. Let them be as chaff before the wind. And let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their ways be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them, Lord. My Father. And my God. Zeye Balaka Yata Lianda Ye. Zakale Zaloba Yate Kianda Lakayada Ye. Father, we thank you. Lord, we honor, we adore you. There's someone here, you've had your, um, I mean, this person you know yourself. Unfortunately, the Goliath is your mom. And she's linking the fact that, except you didn't, drink our breast. Listen. God is going to cut off every link you have with her in the name of Jesus. Every cord that ties you to her let them be cut in the name of Jesus. 
we pray, Father, for this person. We pray that you strengthen them. Because when the severance happened, physically, anything can happen. No? That you strengthen them and uphold them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's say to him, for, for, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever Jesus we give you praise we give you all the praise we give you all the glory we give you all the honor and all the adorations in the mighty name of Jesus Bye, bye, go, bye. Because we see the travel of our souls, I will be glad. Honor, glory, dominion, and majesty we give unto you.